Here's an honest question for you without any judgment whatsoever. Are you spiritually grounded? In other words, is your faith rock solid or are you being tossed to and fro by the waves of this present life? We're going to talk about a steadfast heart. I'm really excited about this daily devotional. Thanks for joining me. I'm Brian Sussman, and this is the Another Chance Podcast. I am really excited about this podcast. I was reading my Bible earlier today and came across Psalm 108. This is a Psalm of David, and it's a a song. We sadly don't know what the melody is these days, but we have the words. And I'm going to focus on verse 1 through, through 7. 1 through 7. Uh, I'm using the New International Version, so you may want to turn to the pages of your Bible. If you're driving right now, hey, perfect. Keep your hands on the wheel, eyes straight forward, and we'll read this for you. But let me just set it up with a quick prayer. Father, open our hearts up to whatever you would have us gain from these wonderful words from King David. May we draw ever closer to you as a result of this podcast. In your son's name, amen. Okay, here we go. This is verse one. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make music with all my soul. Awake harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, amongst the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love, higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Save us and help us with your right hand, that those you love may be delivered. Those are some powerful words from King David. We'll never know exactly what was going through his mind, but perhaps we have a little insight as I continue here. I guess the first thing is, what does it mean to have a steadfast heart? That's the opening line here. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make music with all my soul. There's another scripture. This is from the New Testament. It's 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. And Paul is talking about a steadfast heart. And he says this, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. That's a steadfast heart. Paul's prayer for the people he's writing to has to do with a steadfast heart. Therefore, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. To be steadfast and unmovable, and I think that's where we all want to be. We want to be steadfast and unmovable. doesn't matter what happens in this world, we want to be steadfast, rock solid in our faith. That means to be spiritually grounded, A steadfast person knows what he or she believes and is not 
Well, we read this in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, 14, is not uh, tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every kind of teaching. That's Ephesians 4, 14. You want to be rock solid. I, I have met so many followers of Jesus over the years and and they really can so easily be swayed by bizarre teachings because they don't know the Word of God. And when we know His Word, we become spiritually grounded. An unmovable person can hear a false teaching and recognize it immediately. An unmovable, steadfast person can engage a doubter very easily because he or she knows the word. An unmovable, steadfast, spiritually grounded person can defend truth without it shaking his or her own faith. You know, it's interesting because that's from uh, first, I mentioned 1 Corinthians 5, 58, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. But if you go back to 2 Corinthians, Paul talks about people who were not steadfast, people, people who were movable. And he, he's very, his, his heart is, is sad because people, well, he says this, he says, I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. So here's the question. If even believers who had been personally taught by the Apostle Paul were victims of deception, how much more vulnerable are we? That's why I want to repeat to remain steadfast and unmovable, we have to know the Word of God. Here's another wonderful scripture. It's 2 Timothy 2.15. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the Word of truth. So to accurately handle the Word of truth, friends, we must not only be into our Bible, but we must allow God's Word to become a part of us. God's Word should so penetrate our minds and our hearts that it shapes our thinking, that it shapes our actions, that it shows up in the way we live. God's Word should so fill our minds that we can detect falsehood whenever we hear it. We need to be immersed in God's Word. And along with that, we need to be immersed in fellowship. We need to hang out with people who are of like mind because it's God's desire that we grow in our understanding of Him and His Word so that we will remain faithful to the very end. You know, it's really interesting here because we're reading Psalm 108 and I just read to you those first few verses. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make melody, or I should say I will sing and make music with all my heart. 
Awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, amongst the nations. I will sing of you amongst the peoples. For great is your love, higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let your glory be over all the earth. Um, For some, that may actually sound very familiar. So what I'm going to do is take you to, and it should, if you're, if you're a, a devotee of the Psalms, it should actually strike a chord because it's Psalm 57. So you can hear me flipping through the pages of my Bible to take you to Psalm 57. Where in verse 7, David says this, My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake, my soul. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. This must have been something that David sang on a regular basis because it makes it into two of the Psalms. But I find it interesting because what is David saying just prior to what we're reading in Psalm 57? If you go to the very top of that Psalm, he's asking for mercy. This is a psalm that was written when he was fleeing from Saul. He was fearing for his very life. And it starts out by saying, Have mercy on me, O God. Have mercy on me. I want to stop right there. Some of you need mercy right now. Some of you are in a critical situation. Some of you are hurting. Some of you have been betrayed. There's someone listening who's just gotten a bad report of some kind. This, this psalm is for you. Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy. For my soul in you takes refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. Wow. I cry out to God Most High, to God who fulfills His purpose for me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends His love and His faithfulness. I'm in the midst of lions. I lie among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God among the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake, O my soul. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, amongst the nations. I will sing of you amongst the peoples. For great is your love. Reaching to the heavens, 
Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, among the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Friends, I I don't know what you're going through right now. Life may be just fine. Everything's flowing really well. Praise God. I'm, I'm grateful for you, for that for you. But others of you may be just really going through it right now. I want you to read Psalm 57. This was David. He was fearing for his very life. He was being chased by a nutcase. And there were moments when it looked pretty bad. But isn't this beautiful? I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. Let's take a moment to pray. Let's let's let God's word just speak to us. It can speak to us more powerfully than any anything I could come up with. And let's pray, Lord. We take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Oh God, there's no place, there's no place safer than in the shadow of your wings. Yes, disasters can and do defall mankind, but oh Lord, when we're under the shadow of your wings, we cry out to you, Father. You send from the heaven, you save us. Oh, thank you for your salvation, God. We know in this life there will be trouble, but oh God, thank you for salvation and eternal life yet to come. I pray for my brother and sister listening to this podcast. Whoever needs peace, just give them peace abundantly. Provide for them the peace that passes all understanding. May your name be glorified in us all, Father. May we grow closer to you. May our faith be steadfast as we get into your word more and more. In Jesus' name, Yeshua's name, the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotional, and it is my privilege to share these podcasts with you. More on me at briansussman.com. God bless you. God have mercy on the United States of America.